take what I say with a grain of salt, obviously. We're just having fun here. But the thing is that I think the word simp is A, overused, and B, used by people that don't even, like, deserve to try and call someone else a simp. And I think a lot of... AOA, that's a triple play. New episodes of Kim Way. Yeah. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What is Gucci Shoes? <laughs> and today, we're here to talk about Tower of God, season two of the webtoon, covering what episodes this time, Isaiah? Uh, it'll be 235 to 242. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, really, really jam-packed chapters. Um, just information dump and uh really exciting to talk about and just react to and it's just like it was just a ride man it was yeah. just a ride these, these Lord Lord. yeah crazy so we're really excited to get into it again thank you to all the folks in our discord mm-hmm. who compiled the seven most upvoted questions that we will be going over today and remember if you guys want to see your question up here in one of our discussion videos to join that community discord it is in our description down below where you could go into the tog questions panel after our live streams and for one hour you can post whatever question that you would like us to answer and questions with the most upvotes will be on our show so here we are with them but mm-hmm. listen folks if you enjoy the content today make sure you guys are liking subscribing hitting that notification bell sharing with your friends and commenting your thoughts down below what did you think of our discussion what did you think of the questions what did you think about these chapters and what are your thoughts on tower of god as a whole but Indeed. anyway hopping right into it gavin if you'd like you could start us off with our first question of the day okay our first question is bar uh, is by our very own smile Please, Ian, don't you laugh at me. I'm patting it. Don't you laugh at me. It's another long one, folks. It is 845. Uh, If anyone has been watching this show for a while, I generally talk very fast. I basically cut my talk speed in half because I knew I was going to stutter like 12 times. I know. You started talking. You're like, and hello. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm like, because I'm just going to stumble over my words. So you're good. I'm not judging. And that's Ian. I talk slow naturally, so. Just imagine what's going to happen with me. Gavin's like, right. that's Ian. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, but you said it, not me, so I'll, I'll, I'll take that badge just gives of honor. Him a wink, like. <laughs> it's all good. We got this. Oh, man. Take it away, Gavin. All right, smile. Believe what you me. got? What are your thoughts on Garam Jihad, and is she manipulating Bam towards an ulterior motive? What does Garam mean by saying that she didn't tell Bam about that story, which might make Bam resent her later on? What could be so crazy that she would not tell him after giving him all this information asked by Emperor Dark North to don't give Dark North nothing. You don't deserve none of that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Really just showed love to the fans, Gavin. No, no, I got I got I got to I got to rub the right way to smile because he did trade me Lero Row. So I, I got to I got to That's fine, Gavin. Yeah. I can do enough shitting on smile for the both of us. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I can't wait until we make it like really big and we're at like a convention or some sort of meetup and we finally get to in person meet some of these people. Dark North comes and he just goes to Gavin. He's like. I remember when you just put me on blast on camera in front of everyone. <laughs> See, but me and Dark North, we got this relationship. Ain't that right? Gavin, you took yeah. <laughs> you just see Dark North in his room putting an X over Gavin's head. Are you throwing darts? He's throwing Not darts to meme. He's going to meme me. Oh, no. I'm going to meme him to death. All right. So, end of this question. <clears throat> so... 
is Garam manipulating Bam towards an ulterior motive or motive motive. So for me, I actually don't feel like she's really manipulating him. I don't know. I I kind of get this vibe from her when she's telling Bam this story that it's almost out of like not like a motherly care, but she knows what informa- information she's giving Bam and she's obviously filtering it. Yes, but I don't really think that she's trying to say guide him in a direction that necessarily benefits her more. It's like she's telling Bam what he physically or what she thinks he can physically handle at that moment and that she might not necessarily she's withholding information. Yes, but it might be for the benefit of Bam right now for what he needs to get through in this point of his life. And later on, when he does find out the rest of the information, you know, he's probably going to be pissed because she didn't tell him off the bat. But then again, like to put him in a mindset that maybe is kind of all over the place at this stage in the game, especially on the floor of death, isn't the best thing to do. So just let it run through. That is the vibe I got. I don't think there's malintent thought behind it. Really manipulative. Hopefully I don't need my words on that because she is pretty smoking, but we're going to find that out. Uh, What else did we get on this question? What does Garen mean by saying that she didn't tell Bam about that story, which might make Bam resent her later on? I mean, it's obviously got to be something like deep. Well, what could be? What could it be? You have some thoughts, please, because honestly, I'm. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. So to answer the first part and then just get into it. What are your thoughts on Gurm Jihad? And is she manipulating Bam towards an ulterior motive? Um, She is a damn fine woman. First of all, those are my thoughts. But um, is she manipulating Bam? Uh, I don't think so in like a, you know, in the sense that you might think when you say manipulate, right? Everyone has their ulterior motives. It's impossible not to, right? You have to have your own personal bias in it in some way, shape or form. So I'm sure she has her reasons, whether they're noble or not is another question. Um, but I don't think that she's, you know, the pointing bomb in some direction. That's just like, she wants to see him fail, or there's Mm going to be something where it's like incredibly selfish, whatever. Um, just hanging out on this floor of death seems like a pretty crazy, you know, thing to do just in general. Like, I don't know. So, but getting to my point here, what does Garam mean by saying that she didn't tell bomb about that story, which might make bomb resent her later on? I personally have, um, of the mindset that she actually knows about Rachel. Um, that is my prediction. I think that the paneling within these chapters, how we flash to Rachel at a certain point after the story and the fact that Rachel knows information, uh, that she's expressed to Wang Nan in the prior read through and also that she makes mention of, I believe, Arlene or someone someone relevant to the story that she just told when she turns her back, um, that she's supposed to be the, uh, the star of the show here. She's read it through the books that Arlene has done. I think that Rachel, that Garam potentially has more info on Rachel than obviously let on. Um, and that she has not told Bomb, whether it be for his own safety or whatever the case might be. Um, and that would maybe be a reason for Bomb to resent her. Uh, the reason I think that really is, is the word resent, uh, because I don't know what information besides that personally that she could withhold from Bomb to make him resent her, mm-hmm. right? Because again, this is a lot of Bomb's reasoning for climbing the tower, at least at first, and kind of still is in the back of his mind, I would say. He's trying to find himself and find out what the deal with Rachel is. Why'd you betray me? Why'd you do all this stuff? So while she might not be the main focus anymore, she's certainly half of it, I would I would argue, at least for Bomb. Um, so I think if anything, you know, uh, if there was something that would make bomb resent someone, it's that, Hey, I have this really big thing. And like, you probably knew about it already, but you withheld the information from me anyway. The only other thing I could see is that, 
um, she's holding some big key thing about him specifically, right? Because the other thing is he's trying to find himself. So one of those two things, in my opinion, would be um, what would make him potentially resent her because Bomb doesn't seem like an incredibly resentful person. That, so that's a pretty strong word to use. So that's my theory on that personally. And what could you, uh, what could be so crazy? Oh, that is what it is. <laughs> yeah. What could be so crazy that, you know, not telling him that that's really what it is, right? Like what could be so crazy? Cause again, bomb doesn't seem bomb. Doesn't really give off this, like hold a grudge for ages. Like he definitely, you know, has taken the high road on a lot of these. Um, so for bomb to resent someone must mean that there's something pretty personal that's going on. Um, so that's my theory, but I don't know if Isaiah, you had anything. Um, so first part, what do I think of Garam Jihad? That bitch a dime piece through and through. Um, she's super fucking cool because I've said this before with characters, specifically princesses, uh, like Yuri. Uh, it's nice to see princesses that aren't complete pieces of shit and, you know, all corrupted and hell bent on the, like, I'm going to be the best and kill every other nigga that like looks at me sideways. Um, so that's dope. (laughs) She's like, you know, she's pretty cool. Um, and I, as far as the whole, like, um, you know, what she tells the, the whole Arlene story and stuff, um, I don't really, so I, I definitely do agree that I have two things. One, I, I agree with the Rachel thing. I think the thing, the part of the story that she could be withholding for now, um, it could be information on Rachel that might make Bomb resent her after the fact because that information might be sort of a key component in how Bomb should feel about Rachel. Because especially like you said, with the later panels that come up like right after the story of Rachel, um, definitely paints us in this this light of like Ra- it's now like Rachel against Bomb, right? In, in order to like be Arlene's prophecy, to do to do Arlene's mission and complete the thing that she never could, or get to the thing she never could. So I think if Bomb is still seeing Rachel now as like, you know, his savior, his his, you know, the person that did all these things for him. But come to find out this story actually paints that she was doing all those things, you know, sort of half-heartedly or manipulatively in in a way to, like, sort of persuade him of not uh, being a part of this. Then Bomb, you know what I mean? Like, then he'd be like, oh, well, fuck, why didn't you tell me that? I should, like, I need... But I think, again, like she says, in the interest of, like, keeping him sane and keeping his psyche intact, getting all that information at once, like, might shatter him. Because we know Bomb is a pretty pretty typical like you know the shonen protagonist style as far as like he's very naive and he and he has that classical like try hard do or die i'm gonna go by my beliefs and part of that would be like giving everybody as many chances as possible even if they don't deserve it um so yeah i think that the other thing that i do think though that it could be is information about uh jihad i think there is at least even with that story that we got which did open up and clear up a lot of information um you know there's definitely plenty of holes and plenty of of tidbits of information that aren't said and so i think maybe it's like this story clearly paints jihad at least uh, to someone like bomb as the villain but i wonder if there's information because again it's interesting as much as rachel parallels bomb we know that jihad's journey up the tower has been pretty close to bomb's journey at least in, as in terms of like their mental psyche where they both have been thinking as far as like i need to get power i need to be stronger to protect and save everyone to make everybody happy like that was both of their mindsets going up the tower so maybe there's this like you know maybe there's part of the story of something that jihad did or said or, or implemented that like you know i don't know um i definitely think the rachel one is stronger but i think the jihad one is is valid mm, interesting stuff 
So anyway, moving on to the second question we have by Big Dumbass. <laughs> That's a name if I've ever heard one. You big dumbass. It's getting to the point in the night where like everything's funny right now. So I'm like, well, that's, oh that's just objectively funny. <laughs> that is funny. It's like like who doesn't laugh at a fart? You know what I mean? Doesn't matter how Uncultured old you are, people. type thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, he actually just joined the Discord today, he if did. I'm not mistaken. Yes. So thank you for joining and thank you for your question. Um, fantastic name. So anyway, he says, "What do you think of what happened to V?" And do you believe that he really killed himself? Do you think that outside intervention may have been involved? Maybe jihad? <laughs> leading, your honor. <laughs> leading the witness, honor. Okay, your honor. Um, no, I do have to say, though, that this was something that kept on getting brought up when we live reacted to this, when we read through it. And I'm like, all right. I'm like... There's too many people right now that would be like, you really think he killed himself? You know what I mean? Like, when it happened that, like, I was just like, yeah, maybe he killed himself. But then, like, eight people said it. And I'm like, all right, clearly y'all know something that I don't. Or yeah, this yeah. is, like, this is, I guess, a big question within the community that people have theories on. Yeah, One yeah. of the two. But I will, I will, um, you know, because of that, I will do my best to, to try and think if there are other ulterior motives. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean there has to be. I... I, again, there's so many of you now that I'm like, all right, I guess there has to be something I mean, beyond, I mean, right? Like, theory. You know, but I guess um, the problem with like the he killed himself route is it's so cut and dry. It's and so easy. That it's yeah, like, yeah, dog, yeah. this story literally has 99 loops in, and fucking loopholes sure. and shit for every fucking character. Yeah, no. There's no way this dude just off himself. No, I don't think, no, I genuinely though, what I was going to say is that once all of you sparked that interest, um, I thought about it a little more and I, and I don't think he did. Um, I think like you said, it, it's, it would be too easy and this is a this is a character that Arlene falls in love with, right? And like granted, he could be a piece of garbage, but a lot of the intentions from what we've seen from Jihad and Gang in the beginning when they climbed the tower seem to be a little more noble. So I would assume if Arlene was so swept off the floor by this guy that he must have been a pretty genuine dude, at least that's my prediction, unless she just has a terrible taste in men, so be it. Uh, but I don't think that's the case. I think he was a I think he was a good man and that he wouldn't just do something so much like a cop out like that. You know what I mean? I don't think like and when she's going through her time of struggle that he would be like, all right, you know what would really make her feel better? If I just offed myself, you know, that like that just doesn't add up. It doesn't compute. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he did. I think if anything, um, maybe Jihad did it. Um, but it just, it would just seem interesting that within um, uh, Garam's story and what she retrieved from the pocket, I feel as if potentially, maybe I'm reading into it too far, if Jihad killed him, I guess if, you know, unless it was under wraps, like that would have been said, or at least she would have been like it within the pocket or the diary or whatever she got the information from. Well, he killed himself. That's the running theory, but we think there might've been foul play. Like she doesn't say anything at all. She's just like, he killed himself. You know what I mean? So it's just interesting to me. I feel like if Jihad had something to do with it, being that he was such a key piece in the story, it's like he killed the kid. He was after him the whole time. And then he killed V, you know what I mean? Like to end it all off, he killed V, you know, like that's not said. So I wonder if there's some sort of thing, you know, some other third party or if V kill, didn't, you know, kill himself, but maybe he wasn't even killed. Maybe he just did that to maybe spark her into some sort of uh, movement. 
I don't really know. I don't have too many crazy theories. I know, Gavin, you said you had one. I'm curious to hear yours. You you basically, you know, you've been uh, really killing it with the fans lately in terms of your theories, so I'm curious to hear this one. Well, it's really nothing special. I mean, my, my thought is we've, we've seen it before with Jihad where, obviously, if there's people in his way that he doesn't want, he has a literal sect in, you know, his uh, uh, upper echelon where he sends people. Rice ball. We've seen it happen. He has sent <laughs> assassins onto people. So it wouldn't be out of the realms of pure jealousy for Jihad to be like, yeah, he like he was just jealous of the whole situation, wanted to have him killed, and you know pulled the strings to do so. I don't think that's anywhere out of the realms of you know Jihad's power. Uh, he's fully capable and uh, mentally is willing to do that kind of stuff. Seen it before. That's probably what happened. Although I am in the camp of my own weird headcanon, which makes absolutely no sense, and it isn't actually a thing. I'm going to say that, but I want it to be a thing. Well, I don't if want If this it. is actually a good theory, and you just try to put this forward, it's like, ah, it's nothing. <laughs> I'm going to be upset with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It really, it actually isn't a good theory, and it makes no sense, but I think it would be interesting for storytelling reasons, and that's for the fact that Arlene was going down such a crazy path and was so just losing her mind that she actually killed V in like a delusional state and literally had no recollection of it. Like she just went so far off the deep end that like, I don't know out of wherever she was at in life or whatever X, Y, Z happened for some reason it led to her killing him, not realizing in some weird turn of events and then her maybe waking up out of a delusional state, like what the fuck he's dead with the knife next to him and some weird things happen. Like I said, it makes no sense and isn't a thing, but I feel like it would be like weird and interesting in a weird way if it was like her at the end of it who killed him for whatever X, Y, X, Y, Z reasons. How dare come you? Up with. I know. Well, actually, he shouldn't even be here. He's gone. We don't know where he is. Gavin, stop. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. This he's is little like, man. Gavin, I wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning. I do these video recordings all fucking day. I eat a Wawa sandwich for lunch. I, give me Tiny Rock. I get one thing today. For real, dude. Come on. Um, first off, that's not a stupid theory. That's actually no, pretty that's what plausible. I'm saying. And if it happens, you now have to do a 24-hour stream. Done. Said. Bro, I'll beat you. I'll do a 24-and-a-half-hour stream. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what Gavin just did? You know the, you know the thing where uh, Sp- the SpongeBob episode where they get the... Um, the Davy Jones locker yeah, guy, Jones locker. and he's like, um, I'll give you three wishes or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> make it five. And he's like, four, three, take it or leave it. <laughs> it's like what Gavin just did. He's like, I'll do you one better. I'll go even longer. Damn, dude, how am I forgetting his name? That's how you know it's been late, because I do not miss my SpongeBob references. And I'm missing this one. Damn, that's rough. Anyway, uh, so my thought on this question Davy Jones, is that no. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. And I got to look it up because I'm going to be, I can't think. You do what this. you got to do. Anyway, Isaiah. So about the question, <laughs> if I may. Yes. Uh, I think, one, now that Gavin's theory is in my head, I do think that would be interesting. I do think it's the least likely of the theories that are in my head canon, but I do think it's it would be interesting. Um, I definitely think that it, there's some form some version of sabotage if he did not kill himself that just would be honestly a little like weird <laughs> of like these circumstances to end like that um because like you were saying i do think v was like a pretty stand-up dude i think he's a pretty all right guy and i don't think he'd be like oh man man she's really uh she's really fucked up about this kid anyway it's <laughs> like that yeah. doesn't make any sense it just seems like the most logical thing to do yeah. to help my lover yeah but like so what i do find interesting is the problem with this story, and not the story of Tower of God, but the story that um, 
Garum tells, which I actually love, is that essentially it's a case of blown up telephone, right? Where it's like, the only people who know what really happened are the people who were there, mm. right? All of the, the stuff that Garum tells us, tells us is the stuff that was recorded on the pocket. The stuff that was recorded on the pocket is the stuff that was recorded by Arlene, like in her, you know, in, in her time after the fact of these events happening. The problem is there's so much variable, there's so much time and, and, and space in between all those moments for any parts of these stories to either be fabricated, rewritten over, erased, forgotten, remembered differently. And if Arlene's mental state is a factor here, it's not completely sort of melding Gavin's theory into this, not completely out of the question to think of how much of that pocket story is true, mm. right? We don't, Gar, 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 mm, fucking up her name mad. Garum's like whole, that her whole story is just what, is just that, is from the pocket. So like now in my case, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if she's telling Baum this story because she got it from here, where did this story come from? Arlene, where did it, like, you know what I mean? You have to like trace it back. And I feel like once you get to the, the, the focal point there of like V, Arlene and Jihad, those are the only three that know what really happened, right? Yeah. And one of them's dead. One of them, the, well, both of them are dead. And one of them's a crazy simp nigga. So <laughs> he's the only one that we could actually ask. And sure. I'd be pretty hard pressed if he was like, yeah, I'll tell you a little story. Sit down. Um, so I think it's, I just, I think it's interesting that like, you know, Garm is like, oh man, like I really hope, um, you know, I really hope one day Bomb can hear this other, the rest of this story. Um, and I think like it, even the, the bit of the story she does tell him, in my mind, I'm like, well, we don't know. And I feel like in typical Tower God fashion, I'm like, we don't even know how much of that story has been like, checked off and verified you know what i mean so mm. i think it's interesting again like bringing in the mental state thing like i think it's interesting not to count all the cards in um arlene's favor necessarily not to say that like she did it or she's behind any of it because i don't think that's the case but i do think there's something to be said for if she was you know she was already like th i kind of feel like this is again a long construed plot by jihad right because if jihad like what it, if you if Jihad just came out and was like, no, everything she said is wrong and she's a liar and also she's stupid and I hate her face. It's like, all right, he seems pretty salty about something. I don't know if I trust him. But like if Jihad can discredit Arlene without coming out and saying anything about his involvement in it, you just write Arlene off as a crazy story. And you'd be like, yeah, King Jihad, he's cool. You know what I mean? So I think this is part of this big brain scheme on Jihad's part to be like, look, I don't have to kill you. I could, all of you. But if I make you guys the villains of the tower. If I make everybody think you're the problem and you're crazy, I'm sitting up here drinking coconut water, bro. Just mm. chilling. Yeah. You know he's that weird nigga who drinks coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> coconut water is pretty gross. Like I, I like coconut just in general, but like I tried it once. It was like, so yeah, bad. it's good for you. It's whatever. And I was like, Bleh! like I tried that. Yeah. It's like, that is gross, dude. Yeah, it's bad. It's Have you ever great. had it, Gavin? Uh, yeah, I had it. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, no, Banana milk, though? Same. I don't, I've never, I've never, never had, had banana, banana milk, milk strawberry no. milk. Well, I've had uh, strawberry milk, but like, not banana, banana milk. Banana milk. No banana milk here, bro. You need some banana milk. <laughs> banana milk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Third uh, question, Isaiah. So, the third question we have is from Sad Sparkles. He or she says, "What do you think about the other ten family leaders siding with Jihad? Was there some? Was there something more at play? Maybe also Pranav Twenty Four asked this and wants to know your thoughts about Jihad stopping stop." Mm. Why Jihad stopped climbing while Arlen, Arlene and V continued. Wanted to continue. Wanted to continue. Yeah. So I think it's definitely interesting because, again, if, you know, we talked about, like, Jihad's whole mental state and his mindset of, like, 
you know what? Fuck it. I'm d- like, we get to one uh, floor 134, and he's like, that's it. I'm done. I'm I'm the king here. We're not going up any higher because there's no need to. I, I'm already the strongest nigga here. Nobody can fuck with me. I'm just going to set the precedent. Here's the law. Like, nope, that's it. And I think, uh, again, it, it sort of speaks to, like, the corruption that, that happened in Jihad versus uh, Arlene and V, who probably stayed a little bit more pure of heart, let's just say, um, on this journey. So they got up there and they're like, well, what do you mean? There's there's another floor, we, or, you know, there's more floors. We got to keep climbing. Like, we need to know what's at the top. And Jihad's like, no, it doesn't matter. And I, and I also would, would like to intersect that probably at this point is when Jihad already knew about, he either knew that Arlene and V were engaged to each other or at the very least had already confessed his feelings to Arlene and she declined, right? So he's already like sort of in that, in the beginnings of this this throw of like, ah, uh, I don't really fuck with these people now. Mm. So I think it would be interesting if they were like, well, come on, let's keep, like, we got to keep going. We're not done. And Jihad's like, no, but I'm done. I'm done with you guys. I'm done with this tower. I'm done with everything. Like, I've been hurt too much. And and so that is sort of the catalyst of that. Um, and I do think it's interesting that the 10 family leaders essentially were like, oh, yeah, you want to do this? You want to do this whole, uh, you know, you're the king and we just kind of fuck every, I'm cool with that. I get to be the one. Yeah, sign me up. You know what I mean? Because like, why they're getting the other than being the king, the best possible deal in said scenario, um, and it also tells me that like maybe they also didn't have room to object because even given their strength, there's got to be a difference in strength between them and Jihad himself. So Jihad was like, "All right, you guys run the shit with me, or I kill all of you." And it's like, oh, drive a hard bargain, Jihad. <laughs> all right, we'll sign up. <laughs> What's that? Be immortal and enslave niggas forever? Sign me up, you know? So it's like, I, I think it, it is definitely, um, well, that's, yeah, that's my answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> You're wild, bro. Oh, man, I got to read this again. What do you, what do you, Jihad. Yeah, um, yeah, I think um, Jihad, if not anything, is definitely charismatic and, um, knows how to talk, how to lead. Um, and I think that does play a role. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's strictly through fear because I think that, um, while Jihad probably stands above some of these or all the 10 leaders, like if they were all in cahoots with each other, I would wager to guess that they could probably topple Jihad if they, if they really thought that was the right thing to do. I think that's the issue here is that they didn't think that was the right thing to do, right? Whether it was through Jihad's manipulation or whatever, being like framing these people as the bad guys, mm. um, you know, that's definitely, I think that would definitely be a reason. Um, or, you know, even if they didn't care if it was the right thing to do, like if their greed got to them, kind of like, you know, what you were saying sure, before, sure, and they're yeah. just like, ah, no, like, I think we're good here. Gavin, I love you to death. Please stop rocking in that chair. <laughs> you just hear, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even hear myself think. I'm like, what am I even saying right now? I'm just looking at Gavin, he's like this. <laughs> Just like zoned out, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm lost in my thoughts. What can I say? <laughs> That's me. Why do you think the camera's yeah, never on? Like, like, in my thoughts. Banana milk, bro. Just Gee, chilling. It's too much nah. banana milk, dude. Nah, dude. Anyway, I don't want the. Say, bro. <laughs> Jihad's evil. They're, Fuck either everyone else. <laughs> they're either greedy and they didn't give a damn or they got tricked. All right. That's my answer to this question. Um, also, Pranav24 asks about your thoughts on why Jihad stopped climbing while Arlene and V wanted to continue. So how the story is framed right now, Jihad's, you know, the bad guy within this framework of the story, you know, Arlene and V are in the right or at least more so. Uh, the line is, you know, usually blurred and things are gray. 
Um, so, you know, you would think it's for some sort of selfish reason, reason there. So, right. That it's like, okay, I need, I wanted to, you know, I just like, I'm good here. We kind of talked about this, right. Mm -hmm. In a previous discussion about reasons why he might want to stop. Whereas, you know, V and, um, Arlene might be like, yeah, but there's a, so much more to discover and B like, we haven't actually brought about the mission that we set out to do. Like this whole thing has gotten distorted. Right, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, are you, are you afraid? Blah, blah, blah. And Jihad's just like, I'm over it. Kind of like what you were saying before. Um, but kind of crazy other theory, which I really doubt this is a thing, but I feel like I might as well just say it. Um, and the reason I doubt this is a thing is because I think there have been too many characters now that have um, through some sort of, you know, backhanded way or explicitly have, you know, demonized Jihad. Um, you know, we have the God of Guardians mm. who is like, oh, well, he was good. Like, he had good mm. intentions, but it got flipped. And, like, he's someone who seems to know what he's talking about. We have a couple other people. We have a whole organization that wants to kill him, etc. Uh, but in some crazy world where, say, those people are mistaken or they don't have all the facts, they don't have all the information, and Jihad actually isn't, like, this story actually isn't, what it is right like this isn't totally true this is just again the perspective mm -hmm. of one person being passed through a diary or whatever might have you and it like sparks this whole thing and maybe you know jihad was in the wrong um or rather in the right highly doubt that's a thing but i mean i think if that were a thing by some like crazy way that his reasons for not wanting to climb, you know, again, I would assume get inverted, right? That it's like, no, like, you know, if we climb here, it, like destruction gets brought upon whatever. Um, maybe we're not ready to climb it. We're not strong enough, whatever the case might be. But um, those are just some like throw at the wall, see if something sticks type type things about yeah. it. Gavin, you've been deep in thought over there. So what, what do you got for me? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes uh, it's weird. So um, what do you think about the 10 family leaders siding with Jihad? Was there something more to play? Maybe. So for me, I, I don't want to get bashed too hard for this, especially if I'm wrong, but I can't help but feel that Jihad shares a similar story to Bam in the sense where it, I feel like personality-wise, at maybe Jihad at that point in his life that's similar to Bam in terms of age, I feel like just I, for, I feel like Jihad and his personality is exactly the same at Bam when he went to the Guardian of Gods. And with that, you know, he's very open with life. He's very curious. You know, he's very, like, it, people are accepting around him. Like, exactly what people are drawn to Bam, I feel like, is what people were drawn to, like, to Jihad. It wasn't necessarily he talked his way out of it, per se, but there was just something about him that everybody gravitated toward, and it's that same thing that Bam has. But with power brought corruption, and then that's what manifested into its own thing. And it quite literally could be something that we see happen with Bam, almost, in following in those same footsteps. Although I don't believe so, I do think that Jihad had that same footing that Bam did with following the tower, which would explain why people are so... Why the other ten... Um, the Ten Heads were so close to him, because almost like Bam and his squad, you know, you have Kun and you have Rack... They'll die. They'll take a bullet for Bam any day of the week. Mm. So if J if Jihad was able to build that same relationship with those you know other people, then quite literally it doesn't matter what he's doing or what decisions he makes. They have his back a hundred percent because of that strong bond that they shared. And the reason why Arlene and V wouldn't share those same that same bond with Jihad specifically is because they formed their two their own on their they form that relationship on their own you know separate from the group and that's really what separated them from the pact and what allowed jihad to then hunt them down because you know they were able to do that because everybody else was by their side and that's how i feel it's all intertwined where it's very similar to bam 
And I feel like that's going to maybe be jarring for Bam as he finds out more about Jihad and how similar that they were in terms of walking their cro- uh, like their cross of life. And that, you know, that's kind of what teeters Bam is that he could quite literally change on a dime and be just like Jihad if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it's like fighting that, you know, that inner turmoil. Yeah. So that is what I think that happened. Um, thoughts why they stopped and Arlene, if you wanted to continue, we've already talked that under the ground. Honestly, I Anything that I've said in the previous episode or previous thing that we recorded is really the only thoughts that I have. I don't know. I mean, obviously, they are able to still climb to that next level because Arlene and V wanted to. So that kind of nixes the idea that there's a really great power that is really stifling them down because obviously mm-hmm. if they wanted to and could take it on, like, they had a whole group of people. Like, I f- they were able to climb the tower. It's just for whatever reason, Jihad said no, and that's what we're going to have to find out later on. So I'm not going to go in crazy on well, that. Real quick, though. Yeah. I just have to say this. No one out here is going to tell me that this man V is not in some way, shape, or form related to Hots. Am I wrong here? Look at this guy. He's got. He literally has the same exact garb oh, yeah, as Hots. Yeah. I mean, not literally. Bro, I, I called him Hots. But so yeah, like he literally has like, the same exact drip as, as yeah. Hots. No one could see this, by the way, but it's all good. Whatever. If you could see this, same exact drip. He's got the sword thing going on and his hairstyle. Like the guy looks identical to what Hots was in those panels. Just saying, bro. There's, there's, there's got to be something there. Please make this happen. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine Hots was like, <laughs> like some crazy thing? No, I know it's not, but I'm just saying, bro. They got like I think, striking similarities. I think w- here. the most interesting thing about this is last week when we only assumed Jihad was the only was like the one head, and then the ten families climbing. We were talking. And we we're like, oh, it's got to be because Jihad was like, no, I'm setting a precedent here. Like, I'm gonna rule over everybody. Um, but now we know that that decision to stop climbing was not his alone to make because mm-hmm. now we know there are two other people in that story and two other people who shared his level of like decision making in that process. Mm-hmm. So that's the, my only reasoning for thinking that like they had to be that that they have to be the reason why he stopped climbing because they were so because he was saying let's stop but they wanted to keep going. So like it has to be whether it was despite them or whether it was like again because he felt betrayed by them like. Now that we know these two players are in the game and how high of a, of a status they had, it feels weird. It would feel weird that, that like Jihad sort of made a decision because of something unrelated to them. Yeah, or it could be something similar to Bam with like Rachel. You know, although when she lost her legs, he made that decision to keep on climbing. Say there was for whatever reason that she dies, or you know, does fall in love with X other person. Like that very well could be that is enough for Bam to just say no, and it could be the same story where it's like he was climbing the tower, and a reason that kind of blended in with it was because he was falling in love and loved his journey he was going on with said person. And now that that's all lost, what's the point? And you just kind of cut it clean. I'm the king, kill the husband, call it a day. But Spark knows. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that that very well could be a uh, part of it. Interesting. Anyway, right. but I think you have the next question. Oh, I do. Oh, I forgot. Uh, four, we have Shafad uh, Shaikh. Shaikh. Sorry, I butchered the crap out of that, but I love you. Um, my question, how do you think, or, or my question, how do you think that Bam was revived? And why did the outside God help Arlene and revive her son? What did he get in return for helping her? Any initial thoughts you guys <laughs> I got I got I got to um I got to compress myself. That was hilarious. Um, um yeah, I mean, uh how do you think that bomb was revived? Yeah. I would assume the god because if she couldn't do it, she seems pretty damn powerful. She could just use her shinsu to preserve the body from rotting to then be revived. So, how much I mean, banana think do you know do you think was involved? There was a lot of banana milk involved. <laughs> like there had to be a lot of banana milk. So, I don't know. So she clearly couldn't do it, right? At least that's what it's being 
Vade as. Um, I don't know if Jihad and the Ten Families even have that power either, because again, I think that she's on a similar scale to them. So she couldn't do it, they couldn't do it, which makes me think that it's like someone more powerful would maybe have to do it. I don't know, unless you have like your neighborhood shaman that could just do that kind of thing. <laughs> Who knows? But I mean, um, so I would I would assume you know, hey, Richie, uh, the neighborhood oh shaman. Yeah. God. So maybe it was a guy. It was the you know the outside guy. All right, Gavin's like freaking uh, yeah, Gavin. out of there. We'll give Gavin the camera. Thank you, Gavin. Everyone, pay no, attention no, no, to Gavin no, 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 now. No, 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 no because this is awesome. This might blow your mind. But what if Tara? Hold on. No, 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 no. Don't don't laugh because this actually might be insane. This yeah, might like, be maybe insane. if I just make enough noises while he's trying to say his point, that he'll have to. Or you just wait, motherfucker, me. to listen to them because. Oh my god! You're gonna talk about what you need to listen right now. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're, just, we're just gonna we're just gonna mute them too for a second here. All right, we're we're gonna go off. Okay, we're gonna go off. So, the revelation that just occurred in my mind when this, this be was good. announced. This better be right. No, no, it was <laughs> because be you got to think, Bam, Bam, or I mean, the baby was killed prior to V actually dying. So what if actually V was a self-sacrifice or a human sacrifice that um, Arlen offered to said God to then allow the baby to be revived in that state, like a one-for-one offer? Or maybe actually V also then like proceeded with that plan and was like, yeah, you offer me for the kid and then everything else got lost in the sauce. But I just thought that that one-for-one, actually the timing is very weird for it. So yes, that was the interruption. I will give it back to you. And I want you to think about it. And what's, what you do you think about it? could have waited for this nigga to finish speaking. Before he <laughs> no, do that. Honestly, that was like C-level at best. <laughs> bro, what do you mean C-level at best? <laughs> That's a fact, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> if like you just bro, if if blew my ear sideways. Is that Arlene used V as a human sacrifice. That completely changes the, the directive and makes Arlene look like she's getting rid of V to get no, the No, what I'm life. saying is if it was a one for one and V was like, yes, I sacrificed myself to save my son who has been killed by Jihad, that changes everything that you just said. And that is actually plausible to what could happen. Yeah, but then the whole suicide narrative doesn't, but like, like you said, it gets lost in the sauce. What do you mean it comes out of nowhere? It could, it literally could have just been lost well, in I'm transition. Well, I'm saying it's one thing if if the the narrative is that V killed himself, but actually somebody else killed her, and Arlene doesn't remember that. Versus Arlene was in in on the plan to for him to give up his life as a human sacrifice, but was like, oh, he killed himself instead. But he would theoretically be killing himself if he offered himself. Just because she said he wasn't offered at the hand, him literally killing himself could have been for a sacrifice. Just because she said it wasn't for a sacrifice, or just because she didn't say that it wasn't for a sacrifice doesn't mean that he couldn't have killed himself in this way because he was holding a knife. It could have happened in form of a sacrifice. And it, like I said, it just wasn't translated like that. But uh, technically, he would kill himself. Let me say this. My my first thing here is, I'm not going to say you're wrong because I really have no clue. So okay. it could be something. My second thing is, though, the thing that I guess would lead me to maybe not go down that route mm -hmm. um, is that if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, she does a bit of wandering. Like there's a lot of, there's like, there, the story doesn't, like it's not like okay he kills himself and the next panel is like and then he was revived like there's there's like it seems like there's there's a time gap um that like she, she is, like is wandering and searching and and is constantly using shinsu to keep the body from rotting so it would be a very uh delayed revival mm. i guess if it was that route um, which leads me not to believe it and number three if you ever interrupt me <laughs> with a fucking mediocre theory like that <laughs> it's fine We'll just we'll just mute him. He can't say anything. I got full power. No, you can't you can't hear a word they're saying. He don't, he doesn't need no power. I control you. I'm John. That's right. Know your place. No, I'm fine with you.
<laughs> what a mistake to give Gavin the controls. Yeah, for real. Anyway, if you ever fucking interrupt <laughs> Keep going, bro. I can play this all night. Keep going. It's all right. The people know. Are you ready? Yeah. With a mediocre. I'm just saying, dog. We'll, we'll be here all night. With a mediocre. <laughs> With a mediocre. <laughs> With a mediocre theory. Bro, like I can't mute too much. Ever again. I'll just edit so that the camera audio says it. I'll just scream it. Ever with with a, with a mediocre theory ever again. Actually, that's not how it works, actually. Gavin, if you fucking say this, I will crush your head with this mug is all I'm saying. All right. Get on camera. Let's go. Anyway. Oh, oh, man. You're a loose cannon, Jabroski, all right? You are. That was good. Oh, my God. What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> I believe the next question Thank is what you. we're talking about. Anyway. Um, no, I didn't even say my fucking theory on this one, <laughs> no, right? I was like, skip. I was just Okay. The question, thank you very much, is how was he revived? Um, I think it was the god, personally. What like Whatever god that was. Um, because it seems that gods and administrators, like, have that ability. I don't, I don't really know who else she would know unless it's like some weird outside source that we don't know yet. A third party that it's like, we don't know anything about the outside world really. Right. All we know is that she, or they came from it and that there's a, apparently a God in that realm that might be like an administrator or something like that. But like for that region of planet, whatever they're on. Um, mm. So I don't know. I, I don't really know the whole, the whole four one one on that, but, and why did the outside God, help Arlene and revive her son. So permitting it is, you know, the story's true and it is that God, why would he help? Um, is maybe he's got beef with Jihad? I don't know. Like, what was the reason Jihad came to the tower in the first place, right? Like, was he, you know, did he have beef with the people in his hometown? Did people not like him? He wasn't too popular there. And he's just like, <laughs> screw it, I'm going to take me and my most powerful 10 homies, 12 homies, and just go, like, get a new home. I mean, that's how America was made, basically. They're just like, these rules suck. Like, yo, Am on I the most popular list of the world outside here, I'm only number six, so we're climbing this fucking tower. <laughs> I don't care how many niggas die. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He just didn't like the rules, so he went and made his own. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. I will be I number one on the tower's top 50 most attractive men. <laughs> I guess. I don't I don't know what the reason was there. I think I just don't I would like to give an informed opinion on that, but to be honest with you and I hope I don't want to sound like I'm dodging the question here, but I really just don't think I have enough information to give a solidified th theory on like the motives of a character that we don't even know A really exists and B like have seen or anything, right? Like I just don't have enough info. Um, so it's a little bit of a tough one to answer, but, and what did he get in return for helping her? Again, not really sure. I'm assuming it'd be a steep price. If I've read my fair share of manga slash manhwa and watched my fair share of anime and movies, um, there's always a heavy price to pay to revive or, you know what I mean? Like people aren't just like like reviving people willy nilly, you know, there's always some sure, sure. big price to pay generally or some price to pay generally speaking. So whether it was her soul, her life, her, or whatever the case might be, like there was probably some sort of equivalent exchange or some sort of big deal type thing. I just don't know what that would be. So, um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with the sentiment that, um, so she, A, that it was some god from, you know, it was the, the outside world god, if that's mm. what we're going to call him, um, that does revive the child. 
and that the price for that, like why he would do that, is because that there is some, you know, there's some beef with jihad. There is something like because we don't know much about the outside world in terms of like how it's broken up, what it looks like, I guess, but like we know that that's where jihad comes from, right? Um, so subsequently, that means that's where Arlene comes from because that's where. So I think. It was, if anything, it's like for Jihad and Arlene leaving and making the decision to climb up the tower, like the punishment of them leaving is the God was like, yeah, I'll revive the kid, but it's going to cost you your life. And I wonder if, if in Arlene's mind, I mean, I, I guess it's, it's, a long, it's a long shot because it's her assuming that like bomb would have, would grow up to be somebody that would, that could kill Jihad. But if, if that's the case, I guess her will is her, she'd be willing to take that risk because she's like, okay, I'll do this because if I even if I die, this child surviving means that somebody can still give Jihad like his comeuppance. Um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, crazy stuff. Anyway, moving on to the next question here, uh, number five, we have by the only way zero two nine. Thank you very much for the question. Says, now that we've learned about Arlene and V and their servant, uh, Luzlek, being the start of FUG, do you still think that the organization known as FUG still abides by its founding principles? Has FUG itself fallen to corruption? Why hasn't Jihad killed Luzlek and any other of the founding members since none of them are hiding? I mean, he was able to find Arlene after all. That's a great question, and question. I feel I like I don't even know where to begin with that. Um, do I think that they have fallen from grace? I mean, if they had grace to begin with, um, yeah, I think there are. Again, there are so many different sects of Fug from what we've seen. Right, there are people that believe in different gods and and slayers, and everyone's got their own opinion on how things are run for the most part. Um, from what we've seen, so yeah, I maybe if the, you know, if you want to argue that the organization as a whole hasn't fallen to corruption, I would definitely say parts of it have, um, and you know, it, it's like, it's the classic, you know, in be, in trying to fight what you despise most, like you become it type thing, you know, where it's like, okay, do their ends justify the means? I would say we've kind of been shown that they'll do some really shady stuff in order to accomplish their goals, and I know that sometimes you got to break the rules in order to you know get to the next step, but. Does that justify them? I don't know. I think that's for everyone on an maybe people on an individual level to decide. Um, so I would think, based off the actions that I've seen and some of the the things going on with the information that I have been given, I think that yeah, I think there's been a little bit of corruption that's seeped into the ranks there. Um, but that pers that honestly, I'm not really rooted in that perspective, and that could change with the passing of the wind, to be honest with you. Um, again, I just feel like the story is so jam-packed with lore and information, and we're starting to get questions answered, but now we got a hundred more to, to ask, that I don't, it's really hard for me to give a solidified thing on this, but I think the short answer would be that, yes, I think they've fallen a little from grace, at least certain parts of them, um, and why hasn't Jihad killed Luzlek and any other of the founding members since none of them are hiding? I mean, he was able to find Arlene after all. Um, that's a great question. I um, I don't know if he, if he seems, like, too unbothered. You know, like, I don't really care. You know, like, the whole, like, I don't really care about you. Uh, I could do that at any time. I'm not, like, it was really a thing about Arlene. I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go by that. Maybe I look like the bad guy if I wipe you all out. And, like, I have, you know, the ten families kind of, they were kind of, you know, on one side of the fence or the other before this happens. So I don't want to make it seem like too obvious. 
Um, but again, maybe that's a loose theory because I, if he can make Arlene look like the villain, if that's what he did, I don't see it being hard to make it seem like her followers were villains as well. Um, I could see it being something along the lines of, well, he says none of them are in hiding. That's a good so one. I, I don't think, know. I think, think? Uh, A, just to hit the first part of the question, um, I definitely do think Fug, the initial creation of Fug and why it was created um, was some much more noble cause. I do think like the you know, the elders and like, you know, the, your Jin Sung levels of people who have been in Fug for that long probably still hold like the original uh, principles and mentalities. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the other a hundred <laughs> sex of Fug that there probably are don't. And like, they are sort of using and tainting that name to like further their own agenda and like, no, we're the new Fug. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, all right, that's what the niggas last week said. You know what I mean? And they got the, the, their own secret thing. They're really just trying to get back at, you know, X family member or, or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, I definitely do think that Fug unfortunately has f- now fallen a lot more into the, we've become a version of corrupted trying to fight said corruption. Mm. Um, and as far as the, uh, the servant thing, like why isn't Jihad? I actually think that to, to scoop in, um, some of the stuff we were talking about earlier, the whole V and Arlene situation. Um, I think he didn't kill the servant cause I think the servant's working with Jihad. I think that, in, I think that it's a big, you know, scooping in Gavin, what Gavin was saying about, like, maybe if the t- the people, the t- ten heads of the families aren't running with Jihad out of fear but out of respect because they, they admire him, um, who's to say that this servant, being a servant of V and Arlene, doesn't necessarily mean that the servant, like, abides by Arlene and V's ideals, especially if at one point they were like, yo, like, fuck Jihad. Let's, like, let's get out of here. We're going to run away and escape together. And if, you know, it's a long shot, but if that servant preferred jihad's ideals he'd be like oh what do you mean you can't do that that's like that's fucked up that's not right and so if this servant maybe even played a hand in selling out v and arlene and even played a part in orchestrating the death of v the death and and you know insanity of arlene what have you um but to be honest it kind of seems like one of it's you know it's a little far-fetched but it seems like one of the more plausible ones in my mind because the question brings up a good point of like, if these servants are that faithful to Arlene, like Jihad would have snuffed these niggas out on frame one. So my only thing with that is then, so Fug is created, if I'm not mistaken, I might be getting my, my panels confused here, after the death of Arlene or the, um, you know, the exiling of her, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So this is a group that, based after her, their purpose is to kill Jihad. So why would the founder, how could the founder of Fug... The well, so that are I suppose if, if you want to, again, th- combine it into the um, first part of this question of, like, the splintering off of Fug, mm-hmm. if we make a group, you know, if there's a group called Fug that's being made to oppose Jihad, mm-hmm. but Jihad from the gate already has a splinter cell planted in that, that founding group, Fug is already going to split off from the gate because while Arlene and V are out trying to make the nobler version of, of Fug You've got this servant here who may be, like, on the downside trying, like, he's the one responsible for all the other sects of Fug that now exist that don't share the same ideals. All, again, to sort of demonize Fug and make them look like the villains that Jihad wants them to look like so that, you know what I mean, people don't. But why even create them then at that point, though, is my thing, right? Like, it seems weird for Jihad to willingly let someone set up an organization that is directly opposed to him and is a thorn in his side if the whole time he's like, yeah, you can create it, but make them look bad. Like, if, is that the ploy? You know what I mean? Like that, that just seems like a lot of runaround. Well, I for... guess. Cause in my mind, like he wouldn't be able to stop Fug from existing. Right. Cause V and Arlene were going to do it 
anyway. Well, V and Arlene didn't make it though. Lulek did, or Luke, Luke, who the hell? Looselek, Looselek, Loose Lips, Johnny Tight Lips. Uh, Looselek made Fug, right? Not Arlene and V. They didn't make it. They made yeah, it for them. True. So it's like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I just feel like there's no good reason why this nigga would be alive if he was a, like a dead supporter of V and Arlene if Jihad killed the baby and mm. maybe V. Like, mm. you know what I mean? What do you well, think, Gavin? So I'm, I'm actually, I don't believe it. So I wouldn't. I could see if maybe Jihad um, inserted, like, maybe someone to try to infiltrate Fug to find out information. I don't think that they're being bankrolled by Jihad. Uh, by Jihad. And I think one of the weird points that sticks out for me is when they um, when they bought Kaiser, actually. You remember how she was auctioned off and some of the leaders from the Ten Great Families, you know, were there and they threw money down. And it was interesting when we saw Fug literally throw out bankrolls more than the Ten Great Families. So for me, what... The, what comes to my mind is, may, like, maybe he actually literally can't snuff out Fug. Like, Arlene and V are a different scenario because at that time in their life, they were on their own. They didn't have a whole organization of people. It was just man and woman, and woman was pregnant. So it's not like if they had 10 people, you know, they had Jihad and his like cronies coming after them, they could quite easily overpower just those two people. However, we're talking about a huge organization now that literally is somehow producing an asinine amount of money, actually probably more than 10 great families. So for Jihad to bankroll that, for me, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you want an organization that is seemingly against you to have more money than you? And I feel like it's not as easy as sending you know, people from the 10 great families after them because he's actually putting them at risk. I feel like Jihad couldn't ask the heads of the 10 great families to do such a thing. Like, I feel like it's almost out of his power where he can only really just sit back and hope nothing happens of it until something does start. And I feel like at that point, it'll be a war, which I he's almost steering away from at this point. And it's kind of just bubbling over into what we have now. So... For me, that's what's interesting. However, it wouldn't throw out the idea of him actually inserting some people in there, try and find info. Because another thing that makes that theory that you said off for me is, say Jihad was backing Fug and had ties with them, then he would also then know of the importance of Bam existence with Fug being that if she, if he is a direct descendant of Arlene, his lover, like... You think that's going to scope under him? Like, if there was any whiff of that thought? Like, I feel like he would know of it, and maybe you could say that's the argument of Karaka being interjected in it. You like through some weird back alley, which I don't see, but um, I don't know. I just feel like his hands would be on the money if if he caught whiff of wind, and he might not have, but it's just, it's a weird sell for me that he's backing it, but, like, I wouldn't be opposed if people well, were Well, so I don't, I don't, you know, in the realms of not confusing what I'm saying here, I'm not saying that Jihad is backing Fug. Not at all, but I do think that for somebody in Jihad's position, uh, every good ruler needs to be sort of put up on a pedestal, so to speak. And so if Jihad can make Fug this organization, if, if there is nobody opposing Jihad, then it's only, I'm, in my mind, a matter of time before people start looking to Jihad and being, all right, what are, you, what are we doing here? What's mm -hmm. the point? If it, there's an organization a, that's deemed a terrorist organization that's like actively <clears throat> trying to fuck with people and kidnap people and ruin people's lives in the tower, then Jihad looks like the good guy, right? If these guys look like a bunch of radicalists, a bunch of crazy people, and but they don't go away, Jihad doesn't snuff them out, then he has this perpetual wheel running of people that are just always going to end up making him, and by extension, his organization, look better just for existing. It's essentially something that's working out in his favor without him even having to do anything or try. Yeah. And so I think that the other thing is, like, with Bomb... Just because Jihad knows of Fug as a group, again, especially now, like when we say Fug, like 
that we're talking about so many things and so many different groups and so many people that like bomb being in fog or bomb being alive could easily go on. I mean, there's way too many people for, I mean, we even heard about it in the whole low poba thing. Like when, uh, they find out way back on the floor of tests that a knock, um, you know, who a knock is that Jihad finds out about it, but is literally like, I don't care. It's not like, I don't want to worry about it. It's not a problem for me in the low poba family is obviously like, well, you know, we're going to take care of, like, it's a problem for us. But, like, so I think there's a there's a level that you have to reach almost even before Jihad even consider Jihad himself considers you, like, a problem. Well, he does, well, well to back up there, actually, though, and I do want to get back to your point because you actually opened my mind in a different way of looking at it, which I want to discuss, so I thought was interesting. But Jihad does care about Anak, though, because he is the one in season one mm-hmm. that sends Rice Ball to actually deal with well, her. What, what, I, what I mean is, like, because he was saying, like, oh, if ba- if Jihad knows Bomb's alive, like, why would he be, like, why would he just let that, why would he just let Bomb exist? Mm-hmm. And and there's a difference between, like, letting him exist and having other people take care of it. So not that he didn't not care about Anak being alive, but, like, he was not sending anybody from the Jihad main family to go deal with Anak. He was not sending Well, he did, he did, he did, though. He, cause no, 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 he, after the rice ball thing. When that didn't work. The Lopo ba- Ren and the, some other Lopo Bomb family members went to Jihad and they were like, yo, that didn't work. We need more resources or we need more people to go deal with her. And Jihad was like, no, I'm not like I'm not sending people from the Jihad family to deal with that. That's why the Lopo Ba sisters had to come up with this whole. But like, no, because something happened scheme. at the name hunt station, didn't it? With yeah, Endorsi that was the plan the- of the Lopo Ba sisters, though. That wasn't. Yeah. I guess it was just weird I, because I in know. season one, um, if I'm not mistaken, the, he says it's a direct order from Jihad. To, to kill her, like yeah. this no, no, is well, dur- and that that's his royal enforcement division, right? So again, like, that's yeah. what I'm saying is that Jihad ordering somebody else to go get rid of Anak is not mm. the same thing as Jihad getting up out of his king's throne and going to kill Anak, or even sending somebody from the main like the Jihad family to go kill Anak. Well, what do you ide- What do you consider the Jihad family? I guess that's where my confusion lies, because to me, the royal enforcement division would be like the equivalent of Jihad caring. Right, mm-hmm. it's like this need. This is a problem. This needs to go. I'm going to send my royal guards to go do this. Well, like, I'm pretty sure that was the whole. The stipulation was that they're like they're like they deal with problems that jihad the jihad family doesn't deem worthy to deal with. Like that's the whole point of their existence. I thought uh, we're getting into semantics, but I feel I thought it was that they are the. They're in the enforcement division. You know what I mean? Like, Jihad needs something done. Yeah, like, like almost the opposite. Ops, almost. Yeah, like Black Ops. Like, uh, Jihad needs something done. He says, go, you know what I mean? Like, you guys are the ones I'm entrusting to go deal with this. Because, like, I give a shit. You see, like, dirty the Jihad. I mean, yeah. I don't know. All, all in all, I feel like even even at the end of the day, I f- Jihad wouldn't let an organization, even if, you know, he didn't think anything of it, they are at the point right now where they are literally rolling in the dough. And I feel like he, even if he had some tie in it, he wouldn't let them get to the level that they even are because even then, and it sued a little bit of a path for Yurik to come in initially when he fought Jihad. You yeah. know, like, I feel like there are so many dangerous opportunities. That but can no, so this it. is something I actually want to get back to, um, which because at first I was, <laughs> I was the one who said, that's ridiculous. He couldn't. But actually, kind of changed my perspective in your second example there. Um which kind of makes sense correlating to just history in general, um, that if you can create an enemy for people to unite against, it kind of distracts them against everything else that is going on. So not that I necessarily think that is the thing. So I'm not agreeing or disagreeing because I think both are are fine. But I guess my point is that I can see the argument for that um, because it does make sense in terms of just world history that that's, that's a tactic used 
all the time, right? We're uh, leaders that are maybe on the decline or that want people to rally behind them or whatever the case might be against the splintered and divided people, people that are on the ropes, will usually find a common threat enemy, whatever that is. It's been used as a tactic of fear since the dawn of time, um, you know, to get people to rally behind whatever it is, maybe give up rights that they normally would never have given up out of out of fear and safety um, and unite against this common enemy, you know, under the, the banner of jihad. And maybe they don't like jihad that much, but they're like, well, this fog thing's a, a big deal. It's a terrorist organization, et cetera. I could see the, I could definitely see the argument for that. And I guess to kind of um, sum up the money debacle, um, potentially. Um, so number one, when they get bombed, even though they do have the funds to do it. So I, I definitely am agreeing there. Um, they do say that they're willing to like pay any amount now, mm -hmm. you know, so like, because it's bomb. So, you know, that may have been a pretty big chunk of change, but even with that countering my own argument and, you know, agreeing with what you were saying before, uh, that is a pretty big chunk of change regardless. So they definitely have some crazy amount of funds, whether it's more just in general or not, isn't, necessarily confirm because again it was bomb he's a special case but i could see again getting back to your point where if where jihad is literally the one funding them you know what i mean and like giving them the ability to buy weapons do all you know what i mean like do this crazy stuff and like but has a direct oversight on it then he would be like well, okay so they're doing I'm something not, i'm not saying that like jihad is funding fuck my thing is Jihad's not supporting Fug, but he's giving them enough breathing room to exist and to cultivate a following, cultivate a, a, a organization and a group here. Because again, if he can let this problem fester, but not get infected and not overthrow him, he looks like a hero compared to this terrorist organization. If Jihad just comes down there and wipes them all the fuck out, which I, I think he could, then like, then it's just him and the 10 great family heads. And there's nobody like... There's no, you know, now everybody's focusing and looking and picking apart every little thing Jihad does. But if it's between focusing on what Jihad's doing and worrying about what that crazy, you know, group of of a hundred or whatever people are doing, mm. like you know what I mean, it divides people's focus. Well, I guess that's what I was agreeing with, and I guess maybe when you use the word support, it could be I, I don't I don't mean that he's coming out in the public and being like I support Thug. You know what I mean? I think it would be again more of a if your theory was correct, which again I was just saying I could see as an argument. I could see as him supporting Fug behind the scenes. And while he's like, and even even him not liking the group and letting them fester, I okay. guess could be yeah, argued yeah, yeah. as support. Because it's right. like, yeah, or yeah. the alternative is you destroy them. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like just the fact that he's not letting you die would be a form of support in some way, shape, or form. Sure, so I sure. guess that's what I was saying. I think that's a, oh man, that's an interesting one. I really, I really don't know. Um, I don't know. What's the next question? <laughs> What's the next question? Our next no. question. I think it's you, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's me. Uh, it's from Oten. He says, what is, your per what is your perspective of FUG now? Since the current head of FUG, Lusilek, was a follower of V, and could Bam's parents be the true founders of FUG because it was stated that they formed an organization that opposed Jihad? Oh, that's awkward. Because <laughs> we were literally yeah, like, we, they didn't make it. That was like that said it. And the next question, here we go again, going on a thirty-minute theory, and then not having all the facts. Welcome to the AOA show. Anyway, any thoughts? So yeah, uh, now that <laughs> Bomb's parents did make fun, <laughs> Bomb's parents fug operatives confirmed. Um, <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I tell you, I tell you what, it yeah. is. It is it is a good thing that we're all pretty cute. Um, 
I, I think so. I, a lot of what I said before uh, doesn't really change. You no, know, it can still hold true. Yeah, like, yeah, even, yeah. even with this said, it, I can still see your theory going. Yeah, into it's that just the, the manner of like, okay, now we know that bomb with bomb's yeah. parents making fug that like their involvement is a little bit mm. more than like it's a, a memorial standpoint. Yeah. Um, but I do think, yeah, for the most part, it like everything else, it's like uh, you know, uh, what's the dude's name the servant Lelouch Lelouch yeah that he uh, you know that he necessarily like again I'm just because I'm just thinking about this like from which maybe is a weird thing to say but like thinking about this from Jihad's perspective here it's like all right I just like you know I now have basically made myself an enemy to V and uh, Arlene and now they're trying to like go off and do their own thing like how do I maintain how do I bottleneck this right how do I maintain control over the situation Oh, I just I gotta put eyes in there. Like, I, if I have eyes and ears everywhere, there's nothing I don't know about. I can't be overthrown or 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 you know hit off kilter or countered by something because I know everything that's going on. So at most, it becomes a situation of problem that I don't have to worry about and problem that I do. Um, so I do think there's still a, a, a stance to be said of my last thing of like, okay, yeah. you know, there could be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Dude. That there could be, uh, you know, that Jihad has some in uh, on what Fug is doing, who Fug uh, is mm. working with, you know, what their ultimate plan. Because the other, my other thing with that whole thing was that, like, as much money as Fug has and as much as they've done, like, Fug's been around. That means Fug has been around for as long as Jihad has been up here being a king. And, like, they've never once gotten up to his floor. They've never once gotten actually close to dethroning him. Yeah. All they've literally managed to do is split apart into multiple sects and fight amongst and kill each other. In Jihad book, he's like, all right, that's cool. Y'all keep doing that. You know what I mean? Like, as, as, as big of a group as they are, they have they actually haven't really done enough or, or don't seem like they can do enough to actually, like, get into the door or the room and oppose Jihad. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, they definitely got some strong candidates to be, to be to you know. Right, but, th- but that's sort of my point is that, like, if all they've done is boister up these people's egos or, or whatnot to be like, you are going to kill Jihad. But nobody that they've actually anointed, appointed as a slayer to kill Jihad has like ever actually gotten up to the floor where Jihad is. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess that's the final boss. So it's like if they did that, then they already win. Well, but, like, but my point is they've been around for literally as long as this tower's existed. So yeah. like... What, so, it takes okay. that long to okay, get up there? So, so <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I well, I guess the other thing is that I think Fug does have deeper roots, and it's and I know you're not saying this, but it's like it's not like they didn't do anything because like I know when Fug was first introduced and stuff, we see a lot of people coming to Fug as like their saviors, right? It's like mm-hmm. they've definitely infested and and integrated themselves into the the common folk, as it mm-hmm. were, right? And like are definitely raising this awareness of who Jihad might be and how he's evil and how he warps and twists things in the tower. And I think now doubling back to the theory that I was saying might be, you know, something before, which I don't disagree. I think it's definitely an argument, like I said, but you know, Jihad definitely has to be careful because if that is a strategy that could really backfire on you if what happens is that all the people start to become swayed and see Fug as martyrs now you know what I mean rather than just like a common enemy as a terrorist group to fight like if they see them as performing a noble cause because you are just doing such a shitty job as king then like now your plan completely backfires because now they've rallied all the common folk, the peasantry, as it were, and all the people uh, to support their cause. So I do think that would be an interesting alternative to it. So I guess my point in that is saying that if it is the former, if it is that Jihad is letting them do their thing, he's letting them fester and grow, but not to a point where it's not like it's a wildfire, right? I think Jihad, if that is the case, 
has like, and I know, you know, it's been established he's really powerful. No, but I mean like really powerful, seriously. Because I think that if we've established anything, like at least in my telling of the story, that Fug has definitely made waves amongst people like just everywhere in the tower. Everyone knows their name. There are, there are people that are split down the middle on whether they support them, whether they don't. This is a like, this is a big deal. This isn't just like some, you know, like small little terrorist organization that like randomly carries out an attack and then everyone's like, damn those fug people again. Like this is literally a movement that is Yeah, yeah. I don't think that like they're just like some small neighborhood like no name bullies. So so that's my point that I think that if jihad is in control or is supporting, whether behind the scenes or, you know, whatever, that Jihad is either incredibly cocky um, and confident that he is the ability or he is really pulling more strings than we give him credit for um, and is like, you know, even though they've swayed probably half the tower, I don't give a damn. I still think everything's hunky-dory. Well, if that's when, the, when yeah. we say like the, that Fug has swayed the people of the tower, don't forget that like the people that we saw that we're talking about with Fug were on like the 20th-ish floor. If there's 130 floors of the tower, I doubt that every floor of people are living like those people are. Well, to be fair, so though, I think it would be easier in the name hunt station when we have uh, people that are like that are opposed to Kaiser and what she stands for, and when Bomb comes along as Viol because he is the face of Fug. That is what rallies those people behind him. So, and that's the 43rd right. floor, something like. Well, that, I guess what I'm saying is, once we start getting up to floors that are clo- actually close enough to get Jihad. I'm sure the people up there, Jihad keeps them living just nice enough so that they don't think that. So that when Fug gets up there, Fug is no longer a martyr and now they're terrorists. You know what I mean? Like those people are probably a little bit closer to Jihad's way of thinking because, again, like it just feels like a barrier thing of the closer we get to Jihad, the closer mm-hmm. you're probably going to get to people that think a lot more like him because they, he's probably kept them living much better than the people way down yeah. on, you know. Okay, the, I can see. And it's like if he, as long as like he doesn't really care about like floors. 60 and below, so long as 60 and up are on his side. Like, right, that's like what I, And also, like, maybe. Jihad, you know, to tout Jihad's strength, if this nigga's blood can kill you, if too much of it gets in you, <laughs> yeah, I think he's, like, he's good on the yeah, power front. Yeah. He's like, yeah, if somebody actually wants to knock on my door and, like, file a complaint, I'll hear it. Fuck <laughs> it. Like, I'll slap their head right off. <laughs> like, my blood can kill them. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild, bro. He literally makes out with a chick and she dies on the spot. <laughs> like, that's crazy, dog. Like, that's... That's terrible. <laughs> man, oh, some man. high standards, I guess. Is he was like, yo, really- Arlene, I really just, I've, you're a cool chick, and I really want to kick it with you. And she's like, yeah, but, like, you bleed on me once, and we're fucked. So <laughs> I'm going to say no. And he's like, god damn it. <laughs> tower guy was Crazy. Born. Gavin, what are you thinking over there? Oh, God, I don't even know what I'm thinking, to be honest. <laughs> not I... The question, was, hopefully. What? The question, hopefully. No, no, not at all. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, because I was stuck on the panel of um, Bam, like, as the or the, the dead baby, and, like, that, that whole sentence. And I was really just, like, reading it through, because oh, yeah. it said, like, what happened... So, pretty much, the god was, was... Or, as the panel said, that one day the god's power will go inside this body, like, this baby's body, and revive him. So, like, with actually just sitting there staring at it, I was trying to think back to the beginning of Tower of God, and... um like the first events when Bam walked through those doors. Because don't forget, Yuri was on the first floor, which is almost unheard of. And I was really trying to think, like, why she was down there to begin with. Because I feel like something should have, like, something had to have happened for her to even, like, want to go down there. I feel like it wasn't well, just on a whim. she did remember in the, and this is something that I, I don't remember find weird about the anime and the webtoon. The anime does completely cut this out. But in the webtoon, she does state that, like, she got word that an irregular had appeared in the tower. Mm-hmm. Which someone like Yuri would take great interest in that. And especially because she already knows 
uh, Yurik, and like she knows what an irregular is capable of, and especially if she's a princess who wants to change the tower, i.e., get rid of people like Jihad. Somebody that can do that, it would definitely be like, and because when she gets there, her whole thing is she's like, oh whoa, this this dude doesn't look like what I thought an irregular would look like. He looks like kind of weak yeah. and wimpy. Um, so yeah, I believe but, that was the motivation. That, but what's interesting is it seemingly takes them a long time to climb down the tower. Mm. So she and Bam realistically hits that test as soon as he goes through that whole phasing into the tower. You know, so like. For, for me, that duration of time, like, you can't just be like, oh, Bam has entered the tower. Oh, here's Yuri running down the staircase to the first floor. Like, it had to take a stupid amount of time, probably years, for her to actually get down to that point. So mm. I my thought is that when Bam maybe initially woke up in the cave way far down, that god who transcended into that body or something had to admit a power that then resonated with people above and they're like oh this kid's awake which probably brought rachel to you know years later at because bam you know is was a baby when rachel found him was how old probably well like well i mean age doesn't matter well age is weird in this but like (laughs) you know he seemed like he was like in what like maybe 14 15 you know so that amount of time like I don't, I don't know, but pretty much he went from baby to bam status that we almost saw when Rachel moved that boulder. So with that amount of time, I feel like it would be enough for then Yuri to climb down the tower. Like, I'm just trying to think of the timetable yeah. at the beginning. Well, I think, I think it must, it's got to be a scenario again that, like, she caught wind that an irregular was going to appear in the tower and then started said descent at whatever time that was. And, like, again, not that this is, like, the end-all, be-all, but, like, having someone like Evan, a guide, probably helped her get down the tower a little bit better than, like, if she just started trekking down by herself. Um, but I, I don't think it was, like, oh, there's an irregular at the front door, and then Yuri was there, right? Cause I that, just picture her running like, down the stairs like this, <laughs> like, putting on her high heels, and she's like, Evan, yeah, we gotta go! And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, throws her purse on like this, like, buttoning over, doing her tie, and she runs to the door. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. Yeah, I was just thinking, or even even maybe if, like, where they were, Bam and Rachel, if that actually is a part of the tower, maybe just underneath it, in a sense, or, like, it's in that vicinity where it's, like, not out of the route. Because I don't think I, so. I don't they, know. Like, they made a pretty good point to be, like, they're, they come from outside the tower, hence the whole irregular thing. Yeah, you but know. that could just mean outside the door, the entrance. Like that, that <laughs> literally the could just mean the tower. Like, like it literally could mean that like they just like it's not like you could just dig up ends. into the tower. Like, I guess yeah. You know, and and they did walk through that hallway where the door was, didn't they? I guess or, I guess like, the, I don't know. I guess my no, thing no. is that like if we're gonna be like, there's a god of the outside. Like it feels weird to put a lot of emphasis on a part of the world that like is actually still low key, actually part of the tower. Like it, it's got to be a part that's disconnected from the tower because otherwise, like all that stuff is still way too close to the tower to not be affiliated with it in some way. Like, I do think all of the outside elements, the god place where Bam is, like, are actually, like, a separate plus. Like, Jihad and them had to come from somewhere to climb the tower. They can't just come yeah, from the basement. I, I, I don't know. They, they, they said <laughs> that we're, pissed, we're in the basement. <laughs> Let us up there. Just banging brooms at the top of the thing. <laughs> no, did they say that Arlene with the baby had left the tower? Because I feel like that's also a big thing to add. Because if it's an out, like it's not like you could just call out outside gods from inside the tower or so. Uh, yeah, she, I, she I think they did. The, because she I think leaves the tower. The baby dies in point, the tower. She then leaves the tower. They make a point to say yeah. that like she had found a place with like such a beautiful uh, starry sky and like such a a view um which we know is not a view obtainable inside the tower which means she would have had to leave oh i thought that's where she came from she may have 
come. That may, I'm that pretty sure. Regardless, she's regardless, it's outside of the tower. Yeah, they did specify yeah. that she's it's from not outside in the tower. tower. So she, it's a place she knows. That means she went back to outside the tower. I know. I was because I mean they made it apparent that like even Yurik, he can't just leave the tower. Like he, he's yeah, even yeah. said it, he's been trying to. So my thought is like, was she actually able? Like I don't remember them saying, oh, she left the tower and was able to do it. Like I feel mm. like well, she I guess it's, didn't. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Like yeah, why would Yurik be able I, to leave then? I guess my thing is that if Arlene was one of the OGs that climbed the tower. Like her, Jihad, and V, like they have to have no, they have to know the way that they got in. Well, no, because right? Yurik came in from outside the tower, as well. He wasn't born in the tower. He came from the outside. You know, like that. That's that's like what's just weird in my mind. Where it's like, how does this all connect? Like that's what I'm saying. It's so hard. Yeah, and like, I'm a level with you. <laughs> it's almost ten o'clock at night. Too late. It's my my tower. Yeah. My ability yeah. to to deduce on Tower of God went from like here. Yeah. So like here, dude. Same. So, that's uh, why I'm crumbling right now. Bro. I don't know. They're crazy know. niggas, bro. They're real crazy niggas. All right, all right, all right. Let, let's get to the. What's last, the last question? The last question. <laughs> Is Jihad a simp? Yes, he's a fucking simp. He wants that Arlene. Ka- or, uh, uh, Arlene wants. Sh- I don't even know. I don't know. There's some weird love triangle. There's like a baby maid. Maybe. maybe I don't know. It's. it's Oh, pan camera, you guys. What do you got? Oh, man. I agree. He wants that Arlene cock. He was so innocent when he said he wants that Arlene cock. And he just, like, looked at the sky like, what have I done? He's like, I can't I can't take that back. I can never financially recover from this. No, dude. I'm already broke. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Uh, Yeah, he's a simp, bro. He's a simp. I think think when he, like, didn't take the hint and he's like, I'm going to propose again. You know what I mean? She's like, no. Again. And and I think when, when Jihad was like... Yo, Arlene, like, girl, you want to kick it for real? And she was like, nah, I'm kind of fucking with, with this V nigga over here, though. <laughs> and Jihad was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, if we had just stopped there and he was like, damn, that's going to hurt. I'm going to have to eat, like, a whole tub of ice cream to get over this. But I will. <laughs> and then, like, just kind of had a couple nights of solemn and, you know, maybe beat his meat a couple times and, like, got over it and moved on and evolved as a person. We'd be fine. We'd be there cool. Goes our yeah, what? 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 Oh. Right. It's fine. We're in like the hour mark of this episode. <laughs> Way past. At, at that point, when he was like, all right, so actually then what I'm going to do in response to that is get find a way to get kill the both of you and then become king of this place and make everybody think that I run this shit with an iron fist or I'll kill them all because my blood can kill anybody by being in them. Like, now we're at simp levels. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I think he crossed into simp territory once he then tried to take out his frustrations and kill them along with the child. I, I could see... I could see. That's true. Be- baby murdering. <laughs> yeah, baby, baby, <laughs> that's, that's true. Baby murder. Yeah, that's that's not good. Yes. yes. Baby murder is total simp It's move. like, Don't ah, do that, that nigga had nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for real. But the real question that you didn't answer with this is, is it well, justified? Well, I didn't even answer it at all. Oh, oh, really? All right, go, 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 quick, quick, quick. Fucking go. Gavin again. Um, go. So, I, what I was saying is, listen. I understand there is something to be said about persistence, right? Like, sometimes it's just, like, you know, you can't walk down the street and just be like, hi, like, you know, like, really, really, you know, want to kick it with you. Like Isaiah was saying, and like, nah, and it's like, I'll be back. You know what I mean? And it's like, not in that way, but he's like, then he goes to the gym. You know what I mean? He reads a couple books. He gets a little bit smarter. He pumps the iron. He comes back. He's like. Yeah, uh, how yeah, about now? But, you know but, what I mean? Like, but, it can happen. But if he goes to the gym and gets super jacked jihad and then comes up to Arlene and he's like, you want to kick no, it no, now, that's girl? What and then she's like, Let me- yeah, then she only wants him because of his jackness. And I- she, he, he shouldn't be kicking it with her to begin with. Listen, listen. 
I'm just saying. Listen. Let you me, also killed a baby, nigga. Let me explain my point, okay? All I'm saying is there is something to be said about persistence, okay? And trying to better yourself as a person. Maybe she didn't see it because she was just like, eh, aesthetically, like, you're not cutting it. You don't got much ambition. Like, maybe you're not my type. And to be honest, I'm not really attracted to your body. And he said, and he said, oh, you know what? I'm going to try and better myself, right? I'm going to go. I don't think V is going to treat you right, right? I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to I'm gonna savvy up. I'm going to become a better person. Then he came again, right? And he's like, all right, here I am doing cool shit. I'm the king of the tower now. I'm also a little bit more jacked, if you didn't notice, a little more attractive, whatever the case might be, a little smarter. What do you think? You know what I mean? And she's like, honestly, though, Jihad, like, seriously, it, it wasn't really all about that. Like, I just don't vibe with you, you know, like as a person like that. Then when you go into the, okay, now I'm going to kill you, that is simp level. And that's what I was getting at where it's like, you know, I think sometimes the word simp is misinterpreted and it's like people, and I know obviously it's a meme. So like going too hard into this, don't take what I say with, take what I say with a grain of salt. Obviously we're just having fun here. But the thing is that I think the word simp is a overused and b used by people that don't even like deserve to try and call someone else a simp. And I think a lot of times this comes from the fact that like just the fact that a guy likes a girl, right. Or is like, I like would do a lot of things for the, like said girl that it's like, you're a simp, right? Like if you even treat her with a modicum of respect, simp. And I honestly feel like that is how that term is used a lot of times to be completely honest with you. Right. It's like, just cause you like a chick. I think there's a difference between simp. I don't know why you're laughing so hard. I don't know what's so funny about it. But what I'm saying is I think there's a difference, right, in like what simp to me actually means. And I think that is simp, right, where you go to the line of like the people that are like blowing their entire paycheck on an OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? Like account of one chick or like, you know, being like the like – keyboard warriors that are going above and beyond when you see like this and maybe the streamers or something like that. And it's like, I will defend you to the death. You know what I mean? Like I will do all these things. Like that's kind of simp level. You know what I'm saying? Like the swordsman, right? Being like, I don't know you at all. And I'm going to defend you to like the ends of the earth. You know, whatever the case might be. We're going to go this wait, hard on this question. Wait, wait, can oh, I, I, I wait, do. hold on. I want, I want to add something. Remember how you um, were annoyed before when I interrupted you and I was like, oh, I had a C-level response for doing so. I am sad that I didn't continue the interruption because that was such a C-level explanation that I did not need to know, Ian. So I'm throwing that back at you. And I sure. You I feel like you just tried to insert that like 10 minutes to 30, 50 minutes too late, but it's all right. No, we'll because it went with, yeah, literally me and Isaiah were staring at each other. We're like. Why? Well, A, I didn't interrupt you. So, number one, you already are, like, not making sense. Number two, I'm trying to explain my thoughts on what a simp me. is. You were saying before that I interrupted. You interrupted me. Uh, yeah, whatever. You, <laughs> whatever. No, no, no. I'm saying the. you're saying I'm giving it back to you is what you just said. No? What? <laughs> what are you saying? He was saying the fact that 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 we said, You're like, saying my oh, response is C-level. Like yeah, that's what, that's what he was giving But back. you're saying not I'm the, giving not back the interrupting to you. Thing. Like oh, he's saying okay. the fact that we said that When you that said him. I'm giving it back to you, I thought that implied that it's like, oh, I'm, no. gonna, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do Damn, that. we can't no. even insult each other without being like, what the fuck did you Dude, say? Dude, that's how you know how long. All right, but saying. I gotta ask something to you. I was just trying. Well, no, I was pissed because you, again, interrupted You're not done. I literally just asked you. That's... All right, no, no, bro. No. I'm saying I'm done. I'm saying before though. I'm oh. saying I was just like salty because I was like the reason I went on with the response is because you initially interrupted again. That's why I continued with it. Okay, no. okay. All right, either way, I don't care. I'm adding another uh, question to this one, and that is: Is Jihad a simp? But was it with not only good intention, but was it warranted? And what brings me to that is if you look at this beautiful panel, and I'm like, all right, we know Bam's a cutie, and I'm just saying, I just know from the get up right here, 
she's got to be a dime. So I'm just saying that Jihad took it too far, probably. Well, yes, he killed, killed her kid. But was it warranted? And all I'm saying is, if she's like Yuri level, like, looks, I don't know. Would you kill a baby for Yuri? Wait a minute. Are we still talking about this jihad simping shit? Yeah. All I'm what saying is, fuck? would you that kill- That nigga's a simp. Hold on. Hold on. The goddamn no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, if you had Yuri, okay, and say she married X, okay, okay. for the matter, and they had a kid, all right, mm-hmm. and you're already unhappy with that, and mm-hmm. you think that you can slip in with Yuri, but all you had to do was kill her kid, her unborn, or I guess born kid. Would you do that? Well, no, 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 no. No, because- if Yuri genuinely, honestly wanted to marry that person, then I'd be like, all right, go ahead then. Because I want Yuri to be happy over her being mm-hmm. with me. Like, that, that's that's weird. That's the area that Jihad gets into where it's like, yeah. no, no, no. You can't just be, you got to be with me. And it's like, whoa, nigga, as a symptom, you, that's, no, that's like X, you can't go in that territory. That's like taking it, that's taking it too far. So you're saying that there's levels to being a simp. I guess is what yeah. I'm getting at. The question okay. never framed being a simp, at least in my eyes, as innately a bad thing. Oh, it just no. means you really like somebody. Yeah. But like like anything on planet Earth, it can be taken too far. Exhibit A, killing a baby. Oh, 100%. And that's what I'm saying is like what what levels of being a simp do you accept? Like what is the cap? And obviously you're like, killing a baby is a cap. But like <laughs> what would you say within reason would be the cap of being a simp when you're like, yo, dude, just stop. Would that be after the first rejection from her? Would that like like what what line should have been drawn in the sand to when yeah, it's like you I would say the first rejection because yeah. yeah, the first rejection. again to be honest even with Ian's example and I still don't really know how we're still talking about this but like if you are if you like like Jihad wasn't not was wasn't like eating potato chips on the fucking couch and just wasting away his life mm-hmm. before he asked her out like next to V he was probably a pretty stacked nigga so like for him to be like yo girl you want to kick it and she's like nah it's like all right dude then check it nigga we just move on. Because if you get like jacked or whatever, and then come at her, and she's like, "Yeah, now I want to be with you," it's like, "Oh, okay, you just want to, you just want this body. You don't give a fuck about jihad. Mm. Jihad needs love, okay. And if you're not gonna give jihad love, and you just want to give that body love, then you go to the gym and find some bodybuilder and work on that shit. But jihad, mm. he's gonna better himself. He's gonna do him. I don't know. I well, I mean, I was saying before, which I think was relevant to what you guys were saying. What is the definition of a simp? And I feel like you can't accurately assess how far does simping go before it's too far if we don't even know what the definition of a simp is and if it's different amongst different people, which was my point in saying that earlier. Yeah, so what is your, Gavin, what is your definition of a simp then is my thing. Bro, I don't know. You just love women. That's the definition of simp. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I deem it as a different definition. Therefore, going too far and not going too far frames itself in a different light. So also, I was saying before with your thing, you know, that I, I agree with that and that, you know, maybe her intentions weren't there. But I do feel like I guess maybe that was the joking part of it, obviously, the whole like weightlifting or whatever. But the fact that he is bettering himself, I guess, was the thing. Because like along with that, you could argue that it's like, you know, I not only respect how you look like physically or whatever the case might be or you gotten smarter. The fact that you put you had the ambition and you had the drive to put yourself through those hours of work and all that kind of stuff just to impress me or just to do whatever definitely is something noteworthy, you know, in general. So those are my thoughts. Uh, do I think he's a simp according to my definition after that other rejection, him not being able to handle it? 
Yes, that is my answer. You think he is, mm-hmm. right? And you think he is, correct? Who doesn't think he is? Who doesn't think he is? Anyway, I think that... <laughs> it's almost like that whole conversation was pointless. Crazy, I know. <laughs> Why did you put that question on there? Was that really upvoted? Like, Not only was that upvoted, it was the highest <laughs> upvoted question <laughs> by far. Yeah, Not only by far of the questions on this list, but of any questions we've ever gotten <laughs> in the Discord. That shit had like 22 upvotes. The highest we've gotten is like 15. No, honestly, on a, on a real note though, um, I actually I do like these questions, and it's a shame it was the last one sometime <laughs> because again it gets late and uh, and all that kind of stuff. But I think these questions are funny in the sense, and oh, yeah, you know that you can unless you know um, whatever happens like it's too late or something, you can break them down, um, you know. And I think that's what makes it that's what makes it fun personally. But anyway, I'm shot. I'm sure you guys are too. And, um, I want to end this. So, hours. well, too bad. So we're going to end this now. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, we don't, we have two hours. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like two hours, three hours. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, folks, hope you enjoyed our discussion, our banter, our idiocy, cause plenty of that going around. Um, bear with us. We're tired. We're having fun. Um, but yeah. So if you guys like this content, if you like what it is we do, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, sharing with your friends, commenting your thoughts down below. Is Jihad a simp? Let us know. Let us know. We'll know that you watched this whole video. That's for damn sure. That's true. So that's a thing. Let us know in those comments down below. But uh, until next time, we'll catch y'all on the flip. Peace. Peace. Ninjas are samurais. Blades of the cool eyes. Find me in the leaf of the cloud. Screaming out Bankai. We just some ghouls, though. Who likes seeing parts fly?